0: Welcome to Inseparable, the logical next step in the friendship of RP9 and Trent Passmore. Hey, yo, Passmore. Hey, yo, Robert. Hey, what's cooking, baby? <laughs> Dude, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. Let's just roll with it. <laughs> okay. Um, so here we are. You, me, and Trent, back together again for episode two of the Inseparable podcast. How are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling good, man. It's been a long-awaited second episode. The masses... The masses have, have wanted this one for a while.
0: Well, I was about to say, Trent, that, that question wasn't even for you. It's for our audience. <laughs> oh, okay. I was thinking that maybe we could, we could do like an interactive episode, like Dora style, where we ask the audience a question, uh, like non-redundant questions, uh, and then we leave gaps for response and then we praise them afterwards. All right. You want to try that? Yeah, yeah. That, sound, that sounds fun. So, uh, audience, what have you done this week? Oh, uh, <laughs> cool cool what yeah that, this didn't that didn't go like i thought it would. <laughs> all right so no no interactive episode this week hopefully you answered my question and uh you know of course we want to be friends with you all and we want to thank all of our loyal listeners which was everyone who listened to episode one i was thinking kind of is a loyal listener by yeah. default because there was nothing else to there was no catalog yet yeah how many um what, what was the number of listeners well we don't want to We don't want to reveal that. I know, I know. We don't want to tell them how the sausage gets made here. (laughs)
1: Okay, we'll keep that on the
0: low. Yeah, because if we don't say, then people could think it's like thousands and thousands. (laughs) 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 It's whatever we want it to be. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so what's happened since the last episode, Trent? Well, we're on the brink of nuclear war.
1: We are. Wow. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If uh, if you get drafted, are you going?
0: Well, no. Of course not. <laughs> no, me either. Right? I feel like it's an easy answer. I think it's one of those things where um, maybe I cash in on my bad eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, y'all, I couldn't hit a tin can with a BB gun, <laughs> much less a Russian spies. I'll tell you, man, I ain't no help around here. I'm better off in the mail room. I'm better off shooting squirrel with shotgun than rushing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what was um
1: uh, that video you sent me over Instagram was like the little redneck sounding kid.
0: Oh, little bu- at little bubby child. <laughs> yeah,
1: shout out to shout out to that. That was hilarious.
0: Yeah, so they've started doing video style. Um, let me just read one for for everybody so they know what kind of content this is. We'll give them a plug. <laughs> I'm just gonna pick one. So they're they're like drawings, really funny drawings of like cartoonized rednecks with phrases. Um, like spelled how rednecks would say him. When my papal, <laughs> when, when my papa went on the news, they done captions like he was speaking a fern language. Oh my God, uh, Trent! Will you excuse me? I have a pork tenderloin in the uh, oven <laughs> yeah. that I forgot about. Yeah, we'll go. We'll pause so, it. We'll pause it. No, we won't pause it. I want you to to take over, dude. I um, can't. I can't do this solo. Just try it. Talk to our our listeners. I got to go check on that that PT. Okay,
1: <laughs> the PT. All right, go
0: check on that. All right, I'll be right back. Um. <laughs> so
1: I guess this is where I take over. Um. I hope everybody has had um. You know, a good month or so since our first episode aired. It's been long awaited, but we're finally here. Um, you know, let's let's all hope that RP's port Tenderloin turned out okay, because that'd be a very big waste of time and money if it didn't. So, here he comes. Here he comes now. He's back, and here he is, back back with us.
0: Okay, I'm back. Okay.
1: <laughs> Did y'all talk about me? Um, not re- we. We pray for your pork
0: tenderloin. Um, I don't know if it was done. Oh, man. So, yeah, pray for me in that sense that I'm going to eat it after this and we'll see if it kills me. Well, I was right in the middle of the uh, little Bubby child. Did oh, I finish yeah.
1: that? No, no, you didn't. Go
0: for it. Okay. So let me start that over. <laughs> let me just pick another one. My son's been sicker than hell after he ate at one of them alternative healthy restaurants. I said, Rodney, what'd you expect? You lay down with dogs, you're going to get up with fleas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the one you sent me, I just remember now. It was, um, um, teacher kicked me off the academic team for having crawdads in my pocket. <laughs> and I went home, I said, well, more time for hole digging, I reckon.
0: <laughs> it's so funny because um, where I'm from, uh, it's a, you know, last episode we talked about we're from Dublin, Georgia, but I'm from an even smaller town called Rents, Georgia, where there are all sorts of rascals and rodents crawling <laughs> around that Dollar General, that DG baby. Yeah, don't forget the dude. Gary's Grocery. Oh, that's not even Gary's anymore. It's uh-huh. uh, the B and T Market. Uh-huh. Same same thing, though,
1: dude. So I want to, I just want to prefer something. In the first episode, I called Dublin a small, stupid, dumb country town. Yes. And while I still stand by that statement, oh God, I I am not necessarily talking about the people from dublin i just want to clarify that out there are some good people from dublin and that still live in dublin but my personal views on the town itself are as small dumb country town
0: okay i don't i don't know if that did any good but maybe i'm just i just wanted to get some clarification in there i feel like you've been thinking about that for a month and has it's, it's been on my chest for so long Guys, I think it's because Trent's aunt and Uncle listened to the podcast. Maybe he wasn't expecting that. Yeah, they'll probably listen to this one too. So what's up, Tim and Holly? Hey, shout out Tim and Holly. Yep. Um, we love them. <laughs> <laughs> so no, yeah, I I don't I didn't hear any backlash about the Dublin comment, but I didn't make it either. So maybe you're personally <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> maybe you're personally contacted about your, your comment. So nice formal Modern day apology there, Trent. Thank you for yep. that. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I've met several celebrities since the last episode. <laughs> oh, have <one> you? To, <laughs> to name here. Okay. Trent could have met t- uh, all, well, three of the four that I'm going to name. Big Boy from Outcast came to Savannah, had backstage tickets, passes, and Trent failed to, to join us, sadly. Um, so that's where I met Big Boy. From OutKast, of course. Uh, and then Sleepy Brown, who uh, is Big Boy's counterpart on the road. He's, he does Andre's parts, I guess, live. Yeah. Yeah. But I realized he also penned the song, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. Really? He, he wrote that? Yeah, so me and our buddy Matthew uh, got a pick with him. And then Young Dro of uh, FDB fame. <laughs> <laughs> F, F that B. Yeah, going into dad mode again. <laughs> um, and then, just by chance, last week I met Grace Vanderwall, the the ukulele girl that won America's Got Talent. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know she won America's Got Talent. Yes, she's quite famous. Yeah. So, uh, so there's that, people. So when you
1: when you met any of these three celebrities, did you promote our podcast?
0: You know, I didn't think about it until after the fact. Uh, I could have. I I surely could have. And I didn't. I dropped the ball. Uh The big boy interaction was so quick. Um, I literally just got a quick video with him. Um, Actually, I'll play the audio for you guys so you can hear. Big boy right here. Hey, this guy just got a key to the city. city. Yeah, so, so that's me and Big Boy. I should have used that, that five seconds I had with him to say, hey, man, can you plug the Inseparable <laughs> podcast? And he probably would have been like, "Like, no, bro. <laughs> but, simple. Uh,
1: Just a simple, stern no.
0: Yeah, and then Grace Vanderwaal I definitely could have asked her to be on the podcast. Yeah, you could have. Because we stood there and talked for like a minute. And uh, anyways, I dropped the ball big time. So the next celebrity I see will coerce them into – The podcast world you're bound
1: to run into one you run into the most celebrities out of anybody i know
0: i know man like it's it's lucky uh did we talk about (laughs) uh i was in disney world last fourth of july and just ran into paula (laughs) (laughs) and that's great dude she looks great for a 60 year old woman not gonna lie I I should have asked her on a date. Speaking of Disney World, dude, I just found this bottle, and I realized that this is water from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride (laughs) at Disney World. What? So if you're a fan of Disney World, um, which, you know, I'm a a mild, moderate fan of Disney World. I like it from time to time. Uh, (laughs) The Pirates of the Caribbean ride has a distinct smell, and it's the water. It's it's like the bromine in the water. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) on my last trip... I just dunked this, this smart water bottle down in there and collected some. And, dude, there's actually – I'm seeing some growth in Ugh. there. There's, like, some things floating around. It's disgusting. Gross. And you've just <laughs> kept that in your closet? Yes. Well, I mean, it's been in a in a backpack I don't use very often, like in the side pocket. Mm. So I pray to God that I don't take a swig of this one day on accident.
1: Yeah. What else has happened since we since – we- Oh, dude! You know what we got to talk about?
0: Uh, Louis Anderson died. Yes,
1: that was the first thing on my list. Yeah, Louis, Louis Anderson death. R.I.P. Man.
0: Uh, Louis was a comedian. Uh, to those of you who don't know who he was, uh, he's done uh coming to America with Eddie Murphy. He was in that movie. He was really more of a stand-up guy, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, he
1: was more of a stand-up comic.
0: Sure. Yeah, but Trent, tell him about our favorite. Louis Anderson performance and Dude. plug the FX show that got him there I mean his,
1: his best performance was when he was playing I forgot the character's name but it was Christine Baskets Christine Baskets he was playing you know the older I don't know maybe like 60, 70 year old um, like elderly mom in this show called Baskets on FX with Zach Galifianakis um and it was he perfected the role it was so good so
0: yeah good. he was great he was the most convincing like he was a guy playing a a woman but it was so convincing that i i know him mostly from baskets and it's it's weird for me to see him as a guy like in pictures yeah. you know like cuz he yeah. was such a woman in the the role and like his yeah. voice was even perfect for it mm-hmm. um and to anybody who hasn't seen baskets it's a show uh, where Zach Galifianakis is the lead, um, to me he can he can do no wrong. Yeah, I love But him. he's actually he's playing twin versions of himself. <laughs> one is fairly like just weird, but talks like regular Zach Galifianakis, and then the other one has kind of the same voice as Marty Huggins from the campaign. <laughs> go ahead and give us go ahead and give us that. Congressman Cam Brady just did the old DC dip and twirl. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your brooms, cause it's a mess. <laughs> So it's like that really sassy type voice, um, similar to the voice <laughs> that I used on the prank call from last week. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. like kind of like this, a little yeah. bit. Kind of <laughs> yeah, formulated yeah. it off that one. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> but genius show. If, if you've never seen it, I believe it's on Hulu still. There are three seasons. It got canceled. So, uh, and it might have even had four four seasons. Trent, right? It was. I think it
1: was three or four.
0: Oh, um, I'm about to finish Succession. I have one episode left. I'm, I'm going to finish it tonight.
1: You got you to gotta finish that so we can talk about it on the next.
0: Definitely. Time. So, Trent, last week we did Shower Thoughts, right? I think that might make a decent little segment. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you had any shower thoughts this week? Um, you know, not anything, like, profound. I've, I think of a lot of
1: my pet peeves in the shower. Do you, you want me to give you a few of my... My peeve.
0: Yeah, let's bring up a, a Pet peeves again, because I actually had one that I completely missed. So I have two.
1: Okay, so my first one, you know, last, last time you talked about uh, parking lots and how people drive recklessly? Yes. So mine has to do with parking lots also.
0: I have one too. I wonder yeah. if it's the same thing.
1: Dude, this one is when you see an open spot and you go to pull in and there's a fucking grocery cart sitting in the parking spot. Ah. Uh, at the grocery store. Why why leave your grocery cart in a parking spot?
0: Because people are lazy.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. It drives me
0: insane. You know what's great, Trent? I have the perfect content for you, if you hate that, uh, through TikTok, which people, Trent does not have this, uh, and I blister him about it every time we talk. I'll send Trent TikToks, and you know he can open them and stuff, but he doesn't have TikTok. Nope. Which, I mean, don't do it. It's a gateway drug, but... <laughs> There's a guy, he calls himself cart narcs, and he goes out into parking lots mm-hmm. with a GoPro on his chest, and he confronts people who who just leave their shopping carts. No way. Yes, and he's like a fake cop, and he's like, whoop, 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 skiddle, whoop. <laughs> and he goes, uh, excuse me, ma'am, you're going to be a big lazybones and leave your cart there? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> these people get so blood red mad. It's amazing at cartnarks on youtube send me some of those i will because it's some of the greatest content you've ever seen and they upload almost daily so i know you're going to enjoy that so one of my pet peeves that i thought about since we're still on the parking lot topic it's not so much a pet peeve anymore because i've gotten some decent explanation as to why people do this but backing into parking lot spaces has become such a thing and i really don't understand why
1: you know, it, it um it doesn't really bother me, but people have tried to convince me to do it. They're like, Oh, you save so much time leaving, but you know, I'm using the same amount of time to back out of the parking space as you are to back into it. Exactly. What so are are you really netting any time? I don't think you are.
0: Right. Because they say it's safer too, but how's it safer when you're like you're backing in between two cars, and you're like backing in, you're you're more likely to hit something.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, like if you're backing into a space, but also if you pull in normal frontways and then you back up, regular, there's nothing really to run into behind you. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. Is I guess in a perfect world we can <laughs> we can all uh, get the right parking spot where you pull forward just enough to where you know you pull through two spaces and park and then can still leave mm-hmm. straightaways i mean that's just the the golden goose of parking spaces to me did you have another pet peeve you wanted to go over no that was
1: mainly the the big one
0: that was the big one another one i had was oh dang it i have, I have two other things actually how do you reject homeless people <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> like the ones that clearly don't deserve your your money. Oh, my God. How do you know if they deserve it or not? Well, okay. So, just today, even, <laughs> I was leaving Target, and I had... Okay, back up. So, when I went <laughs> to Europe, it was it was constant beggars asking you for money. Uh, so, I got really good at just ignoring them or just saying no and just keep walking, right? Yeah. I did have one Irishman in London. <laughs> he, like, saddled up to me, and he he said... He's very aggressive. He was like, hey lad, buy me a coffee. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I was like look, no, I was like, look, man, uh we're we're on our way to a museum. Can can I just give you a, a quid? <laughs> and and I gave him a quid, which is like a dollar. Yeah. It's like a coin dollar in in uh, England. And he said, one quid what's that kind of buy me? I was so astounded that he had the guts to say that. I didn't give him anything else. I just kept walking, but he was scary. So I got really good at, uh, saying no. Like if I felt like they were just trying to hustle me or something. Yeah. So today at target, I had a guy come up to me and say, Hey man, I ain't no bum. I ain't homeless. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I was putting my groceries away. I was like, look, man, I don't have any cash or anything. And, uh, he just left. I think this is the same. <laughs> he just left? Yeah, it's like they have a strategy where they go to a certain parking lot because I've seen this guy before in the Target parking lot, and I think they do the same thing over and over because he just went on to the next guy. I, I hope this doesn't make me sound like a brute or anything. I do give when I feel like it's the right thing to do, um, but there are certain ones that have like their their stories, and you hear yeah. this over and over. Like there's this one guy that stands outside of Chipotle, and he always tells me he just got out of the hospital and he has like a hospital band on his arm. Yeah. But he has it every time. And he's like, I just had an operation. I need some soup. <laughs> I need some soup. Yeah, I was like, and there's a Whole Foods right there. I'm like, can I walk you over to Whole Foods and get some soup? He's like, uh, and I'm just like, that's that's all I needed to know. If, if that's what you want, then let me take you over there and get some soup. Do you have any homeless stories?
1: I mean, not any, nothing like that. I mean... The way I, I guess, reject them, I just go, sorry, man, I've got nothing for you, and just keep walking.
0: Yeah, and I truly don't carry cash around. I mean, I mean, I should. No. No, I mean, no, nobody does, really. Yeah, but I have had homeless people that I said no to say, well, I got cash out. I've
1: had that open before.
0: Yeah. Actually, I had a guy at Circle K the other day. I go in to get something to drink. I go in there, and he's, like, acting all crazy, and he's eating a bag of chips, and he's like, hey, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I just pretended not to hear him. That's, like, one of my strategies. Yeah. And then I'll say, like, what? Have have a good day. <laughs> go inside. And then when I came back outside, dude, the guy's, like, dancing. And I'll walk by him. He goes, hey, man. I was like, have a good one, man. And he, he goes, "Uh, yeah, yeah, good luck on the other side. Whoa. And I'm like, oh, God. Whoa. This man is, like, doing voodoo on me or something.
1: Oh, dude, I do have another pet peeve. Okay. People who run with their shirt off. Hmm. I'd never really understood it. Especially like around this time of year when it's like cold and sick. Why are you running with your shirt off? Like what are you trying to prove? Hm. I don't I don't know. It
0: just kinda throws me the wrong way. Well, I've never been so fortunate to even <laughs> want to, so I mean I'd look like a I'm so pasty, man. I don't know, man. I'd probably be a road hazard. <laughs> <laughs> a road hazard. If you turn your brights on me, reflect it- back. <laughs>
1: like yeah, I, I just—I don't know. I don't like people who run with their shirt off. I just feel like it's unnecessary.
0: Uh, let's see. So we actually—we uh, came up with a list of questions, actually, about a month ago. And we also want to apologize for how long it's taken us to get to the second episode. I will take the full blame for that. Sorry, Trent. Yes, Trent's Clapping. I've ghosted Trent several times just because I was tired or sleepy. <laughs> Such terrible excuses. the mood. You know, I, hey. Such terrible um, excuses. Listen, I'm going to ask you guys to hold me accountable here. If you like it, let us know and uh, put a fire under my honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Trent, uh, the first question that we came up with is uh, what would be your last meal on death row? Easy. Easy. You ready for this? Okay.
1: This was such an easy answer for me. Sure. Milk and cookies.
0: Milk and cookies. Yes. That would be my last meal. Okay, what kind of cookies are we talking here? Are we talking like processed Chips Ahoy, or do you want like freshly baked, maybe even half-baked chocolate chip cookie, or like what kind of cookie?
1: Freshly baked chocolate chip cookie.
0: And what percent milk? I don't know, just like a normal glass of milk. Oh, the percentage? Yeah. I don't know. I, whole?
1: You know, I don't I don't know. I just buy the milk with the red top.
0: Yeah, that was whole milk.
1: Yeah, I I, I buy the whole milk.
0: I guess I was trained as a kid to drink... Zero percent like the fat free that just tastes like water. Yeah. <laughs> and I drink it. I I still drink glasses of milk and that disgusts some people. I don't understand I'm, why. Yeah, I know some people that don't like that. Some people are so disgusted by it that they make a point to let you know. What about what would yeah, what would yours be? I think mine would be a, an ever changing in a dish because it, it depends on what I like at the moment. Yeah. Right now I'm hooked on Jersey Mike's Big Kahuna chicken, <laughs> which is like a <laughs> Chicken Philly cheesesteak with hot sauce, lettuce, tomato, mm. and ranch. That would be your last meal. Gimme that and <laughs> a peppermint chocolate chip milkshake from Chick fil A and we are we're good. I'm ready for the the old afterlife. All right.
1: So yeah, audience, let's uh let's have a vote on our on our answers. What would you rather have? Milk and cookies or the Jersey Mites big kahuna?
0: And not even that, Um, let us know which of us has a better last meal, which I know it's me because you chose a dessert. That's not a meal. I
1: I enjoyed it all the same.
0: Okay, I guess um, if you're about to die, you know, it doesn't matter. This is going to be, these questions are so dark. I realized that after I texted yeah, they you are. these.
1: So, bu- buckle up, people. They're going to make you think.
0: Buckle up. We're going into the dark web equivalent of podcast <laughs> questions. All right. Um, would you rather be stabbed or shot and why?
1: Uh, I think I'd rather be shot because I feel like the pain would be more sudden, like, you know, just immediate pain. And I feel like if I were, I would die quicker from a gunshot wound than stab wound
0: i guess that would depend on where you're shot though yeah let's,
1: let's just say abdomen
0: okay in your abdomen yeah the thing about a, being shot is it can tear through your entire body mm-hmm. getting to major organs right yeah um but to me I, I would choose i would rather be shot because being stabbed is so intimate like they have to be in such close proximity mm-hmm. that it's like personal you know
1: yeah exactly like there's, there's more fear involved i feel like with Right. Staff, so I'd much rather be shot.
0: Yeah, and and I think that would be the general consensus. Like, I guess if if I had to die from either, I would just say shoot me in the head. <laughs> god, this. Oh my god. If anybody just walked into into this room right now and heard me say that, they would think like, dude, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Actually, I've gotten some feedback about our Deadpool um, comments. Oh yeah. Not bad. Do you, Do you wanna? do you want to do our 2022 deadpool? I I hadn't thought of anybody honestly. We'll, we'll,
1: let's save that one for the next one.
0: Yeah, uh I do yeah, let's hear from you guys. Do do we really <laughs> want this? Because this would be probably the worst thing we could put out into the universe, you know. <laughs> we we still got job interviews and stuff coming up. Yeah. Uh
1: let let them find it, man. I don't care.
0: We don't want this out there if it's not going to make us some cash. So Send us $40. <laughs> uh, what were we just talking about?
1: Rather be shot or stabbed.
0: Yeah, so I guess I would rather, yeah, if I had to be, I guess I would rather be shot in the head because it's like instant, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. But knife is going to be any way you, um, you put it, it's going to hurt.
1: You missed out on a golden pun opportunity right there. You should have said, yeah, you know, with a knife, any way you slice it.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> missed
1: it. You missed it. I was waiting on you to. I was waiting on you to hit that. Not bad.
0: Yeah, I missed my shot, didn't I? Yep. Get it? Oh, I
1: did get that. I did get that. Okay, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, third question. Um, What's the
0: worst place to be stabbed? Other than your genitalia. Because oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, yeah. What's your What's your answer? Other than head and genitalia, I have a very specific spot, and it's right <laughs> above the pelvis. Right above? Velvet? So it's like right, like so the kidney area. Well, you you know you're a, you, you know you you know all the the uh, parts of the body and stuff. So I'm struggling here. It's like the side of the stomach. It's like right, right there. <laughs> yeah, the I, I gotcha. <laughs> so the what's really weird is that as a kid, I didn't even like laying on my my stomach in bed because I felt like someone was gonna. Stab me right there in that area under my, like (laughs) through my mattress. Oh my God. So this this is like a a deep rooted fear of yours. I think, yeah, I think I've like, when I have dreams and stuff, like I have, I constantly have dreams, especially lately. I've had a lot of dreams where I'm being shot. Mm -hmm. uh, But when I'm being stabbed in a dream and you actually feel it, it's always in that same place. And uh, maybe that's why I have like some kind of muscle memory reaction to it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. My worst place is either like a kidney, like a kidney stab. Okay. Or like back of the, like back of the knee. I feel like back of the knee would be.
0: Horrible. Back of the knee?
1: I feel like that'd be horrible.
0: I mean, that'd be worse than being stabbed in the heart, Trent.
1: I'm, well, I'm thinking like if you get stabbed in the heart, you know, you're dead for, uh, you know, within minutes, I would assume. But if you get stabbed in the back of the knee, you just got to go through that pain. You
0: just bleed out. So yeah. you're thinking about pain. Yeah. You're thinking about pain tolerance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's if we're fair. going
1: for... You know, kill shots. Then why not? I mean, definitely, definitely the throat. Like Let's that's go for kill shots.
0: Uh, to all you out there listening, thinking that we need help, we don't. We're just having fun here.
1: Yeah, we've got this all figured out, people. We're okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, do you have a uh, any weapons, Trent? I don't have any
1: weapons. No, nah, dude, I'm completely vulnerable.
0: I um, I saw some brass knuckles for sale in downtown Savannah the other day. And they were only like twenty five bucks. You buy some. No, I didn't. (laughs) You should have bought them. I have a revolver. I have a gun. (laughs) It's in my bedside table. So, be forewarned, people. (laughs) You break into my room at night, it's unloaded, and it would take me several minutes (laughs) to load it, so I have somewhat of a chance. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I don't want to keep it loaded. I'm I'm too afraid. Um, And I I can hear people back in Dublin saying, you wuss. Yeah. Keep it loaded. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, love you, Dublin people. Um. Okay, do you have the fourth question there, Trent? Um, biggest
1: red flags when pursuing a relationship.
0: Um, I only have one thought on this, and it's not so profound. Do you want to go ahead with yours?
1: Yeah, I'll say my number one big, big red flags. These kind of go hand in hand. Okay. Lack of oral care. Oh, that's big. It's a very big one. Lack of like, just dirty teeth and nasty breath. Um, that's a big one. And then poor table manner. Oh, That's another good one.
0: Give me an example. You know, just
1: like messy eater, like out in public, you know, rude to the waiting staff. Just,
0: yeah. you know, just not, didn't have any type of home training, as they say. Can you cite any experiences where you were out on a date with a girl and you were like, no way, this is proceeding after this?
1: Uh... I mean, yeah, but not due to her poor table manners.
0: It was poor hygiene. Yeah, oh. yeah. You could have been like Big Ed on 90 Day Fiance and bought her a toothbrush <laughs> oh and said, God. "Your breath is your breath is not nice." <laughs> Do you know who I'm talking about, Big Ed? Is he the one with no neck? Yes, no neck Ed. He's the worst human alive. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, he's engaged to a decent-looking woman. Mm-hmm. Dude, he he must be he must be packing it. He's living in my head rent-free. Every day, I think about how much <laughs> I despise Big Ed. If you watch the show, you would, you'd hate him, Trent. Yeah. So mine is not even really thought out very well, but this could be a red flag. Uh, a girl who only orders chicken strips from a nice restaurant and makes it their defining personality trait. And they, like, won't let you forget about it. Mm-hmm. Um, look at me. I'm so quirky. <laughs> I only order chicken strips even if it's, like, a steakhouse because, like, I'm such a kid. Like, they think it's so cute.
1: That was a spot-on
0: impression. Oh, thank you.
1: Let's talk about Danny McBride. Will Ferrell or Zach Galifianakis? You can only watch one of their movies for the rest of your life. Who are you choosing? Okay,
0: well, it's not going to be Danny McBride because I was thinking about this today. Danny McBride has better TV shows than he does movies.
1: Well, let's let's just say anything like TV show, movie, like okay. any like all that. Mm,
0: okay, so you got to weigh the pros and cons. Um, are you saying like if they're in the movie together, even you can't watch yeah, that you movie? Can't watch that one. So the campaign, like I'm campaign is out. Yeah, I, I'm not going to use Danny McBride because he's in some good stuff, but um, Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis have the catalog that I'm most interested in. Zach Galifianakis hasn't done too many movies,
1: mm, but he's also got you know, Baskets, Mastermind, and then he's got uh, Between Two Ferns, like all of that stuff. He's got a he's got a you know a lot of content.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I I haven't liked Will Ferrell's movies lately, other than Eurovision. Did you ever see that? No, I never saw that. Great movie. Yeah. (laughs) Very good. Good music, too. I'm going to have to choose Will Ferrell because I can't lose, like, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, can't lose... Anchorman. Anchorman, Anchorman 2, Elf. Yeah. Uh, It's tough, man. You know, I um, I think you get more bang for your buck choosing Will Ferrell on that one.
1: Yeah, I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree. We're on the same page.
0: Even though I would say out of those three, Zach Galifianakis is my favorite of the three. Yeah, me too. But yeah, it's gonna suck to lose the Hangovers. Uh, but whatever. I th- I think I made a good choice. I stand by it. Uh, I thought of something. I don't know if anybody else gets this, or actually, um, let's backtrack. One of my pet peeves that that I forgot to mention, and this has become a recurring thing. I don't know why, but. Especially McDonald's, when I go to McDonald's, which is not very often. So it's like the chances of it happening several times in a row is astonishing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you get a whatever you're getting from McDonald's. You order a drink, right, large Coke. Mm-hmm. They hand you the Coke, and like when you wiggle it around, you can feel the space between the ice. There's like five pieces of ice or less. Yeah. Does that bother you? Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I don't. I'm not a big fan of ice in my drink in the first. place.
0: See, it makes me mad because, gosh, this is such a first world problem. But like, it it melts so fast. I feel like forced <laughs> to drink it really fast if there's less ice in it, because if there's less ice and more drink, it's just going to melt really, like <laughs> so quick. So you're
1: just like, oh god, I gotta hurry, I gotta hurry. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just like suck it down until I get to a level where I think the volume of drink matches the volume of ice, (laughs) which usually with McDonald's means I have to chug the whole drink to keep it alive. I've even gone to a gas station because I, you know, I'm not going to be the guy that says, Excuse me, not enough ice in here. Oh Take god. it back. Add ice. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be a caring about it. So one time, I actually went to a gas station, purchased a to-go cup of ice, and just dumped it in my McDonald's drink to <laughs> save it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, actually, Starbucks is kind of bad about it too. There's like specific. You know, there's several Starbucks around me, and there's one where I can always rely on there not being enough ice in the drink. Maybe you, maybe you just have high standard. I don't think so, man. It's like an embarrassing amount of mice. (laughs) Like it's, I don't, I don't know how they don't realize it's, it's irritating. (laughs) God, I I need to go to bed. (laughs) Dude, how's your, how's your uh, pork tenderloin? Oh, shoot. Have you checked it again? I mean... Yeah, I just took it out and left it there. Oh, okay. So it's I, a- I hope it's okay. I left the oven on now Now that I think about it. Um, but Seth is in there watching TV, so... If the house burns down, he'll go first.
1: <laughs> and you'll be trapped in the closet.
0: Uh, Yeah, I didn't think about that. I do have a fireproof safe in here, but there's no way I'd be able to fit in that or breathe. <laughs> uh, I have a question. How do you think you would fare in a sword fight? <laughs> oh, like a... Are we doing like medieval like, type sword fight? If you were handed a sword tomorrow at work and you had to duel one of your coworkers for the last little debbie in the you know the break room do you think you'd be okay yeah i think i'd win why i feel like i'm quick enough okay to, to dodge him see here's the thing i have a small brother he's like what eight years old he's gonna be nine this year even three years ago we would fake lightsaber duel <laughs> and he would still be getting hits on me. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, how would I actually fare against an adult? <laughs> he would He would actually, like, and he was so small. Like, he was just, like, slinging every which way. I just don't know the right, like, if somebody's going in for the jab, how do you defend that with a sword? You just turn to the side. I guess I'd be screwed, man. You, gotta, you got you to
1: move out of the way. You can't just let them. Got. You can't just stay there. I would be absolutely screwed then. <laughs> So you don't think you're you're coming out with the last little Debbie?
0: Mm, no, I, I think I'm coming out with spilled guts. Mm. No, I hope I never find myself in that situation. Which, if I get drafted, who knows? I mean, dude, I stand by. I'm not. I'm not going. If I get drafted, not happening. Yeah. Well, I thought of another tip of the week since we did that last week um, yeah. about the the Continental Breakfast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One of our loyal listeners, Cole Rosar, offered to try it like and video it, but he never did. So everyone go shame him on social media mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for being a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, Cole. Um, but I thought about what is the most vulnerable state of a restaurant? like when when are they most vulnerable like for what like if you wanted to steal money out <laughs> of the cash register when is a restaurant most vulnerable of being robbed I don't know. it's when everybody in the restaurant has to gather around one table to sing happy birthday <laughs> to a guest oh my god so if you're really smart <laughs> you would you would organize or take take advantage of when that happens, so you go to Longhorn and they do their fine chicken, country hog, get your birthday hot dog. So that one you <laughs> yeah. got, you got several seconds, but when they all gather around that table and the cash registers unattended, that's when you make your beeline, get your money and go boy.
1: You know, we, uh, we could have a little operation there. I'll come in and say it's my birthday. That way they come and sing to me. Hmm. We could, but then you go in.
0: Yeah. But then I'm risking going to jail you get free ice cream and brownie. So that's not fair. Amen. I would expect 75% of the profits you would get 25.
1: 25? 25. One-fourth? You're,
0: you're not risking anything. One-fourth? You're getting treated. If you get caught, I'm still an accomplice. No, you're not. <laughs> so you wouldn't You wouldn't rat me out? I, the only way I wouldn't rat you out is if I got 90-10. <laughs> I mean, because you've you've got insurance there, buddy. You could be making several tens of dollars yeah, off that deal. Hmm. Speaking of business opportunities, in the times we're living with, with all this nuclear war fallout threat, which is unlikely, yeah, but what if you started a business where you right now built a nuclear fallout shelter, say there in Atlanta, you got a prime piece of real estate mm-hmm. underground, built it, supplied it, Found the wealthiest individuals in Atlanta to pay you monthly for basically insurance. It's, it's nuclear fallout insurance that they would have a place to, to go if such a thing were to happen.
1: Wait, can we, can we backtrack for a second? Is your tip of the week telling people to go, to go rob a restaurant as they're singing happy birthday?
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. I just wanted to get that clarified. Or
0: maybe for legal reasons, no. Yeah. Uh, wink, wink. Maybe for legal reasons, that was a joke. But, no, I think it's a stellar idea.
1: And then your other tip is to start a nuclear bunker real estate business.
0: Nuclear fallout insurance. I like it. Night pass more nuclear fallout insurance. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when we were in school, we would have all these weird assemblies you used to sell us stuff? Yeah. So we had the yo-yo guys come in, mm-hmm. and they would do their yo-yo tricks, and then they would give us a catalog <laughs> of yo-yos. yeah, Dude, those people were adults going around to elementary schools and doing yo-yo tricks and selling yo-yos to children. Yeah.
1: They were getting us like during an emotional high. We're like, oh my God, look at
0: the, all these tricks. And then trying to yeah. trying to squeeze us for cash. Really? That's what it was, dude. I mean, it was fun at the time, but now I look back and I'm like, wow, that guy must've made out with some serious dough because there were like three tiers of yo-yo it's like, you can get the the crappy one, right, Yeah. the $10 one, or you can get the one that's $25, and it I don't know, you could do tricks with it, <laughs> or you can get the one for $50, and once you yo-yo it, it spins around at the bottom and then comes back up. So we were getting scammed left and right, dude. You remember, like, the muscle guys coming and, like... I was about to say, r- the strong the, guys. Rip the phone books and... <laughs> All that. I'd honestly forgotten about it until the uh, Kelvin Gemstone storyline in The Righteous Gemstones where he's got all the, the strong guys <laughs> oh, yeah. ripping phone books and stuff. I was like, dude, they, they came to our middle school. Mm-hmm. I think they used it as a way to like witness, though. I think it was like, uh, I'm going to tear this phone book in half. And you know who's stronger than me?
1: Jesus. Jesus.
0: I think that's what it was.
1: Oh, yeah. I've I've got a tip of the week. You ready for this? Yeah. For everybody listening, tip of the week. Go out and try it. See if you like it. Take a walk.
0: Take a walk.
1: Go outside and take like a 15, 30-minute walk. It'll improve your day drastically. Wow. That's my tip of the week. Go take a walk.
0: What about for our listeners who are underwater? What do you mean? Like living in submarines. They can't take a walk.
1: Do some jumping jacks.
0: You got to be inclusive, Trent. You got to think about that. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. All right. I think, we're, uh, I think we're nearing the end of this great episode two yeah. of inseparable... The podcast with RP9 Trent Passmore. Anyone out there who has tried to craft a bologna quesadilla after last week's episode, please let us know because <laughs> we want to know how you're still alive right now, or how can you live with yourself? Trent, I don't know how you live with yourself, well, knowing that you consumed bologna quesadillas on the regular, but I'm glad you did. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, buddy. And now it's time for this week's prank phone call. Enjoy. Hello. <laughs> Hello. What, <laughs> R.P.? And welcome back. Uh, so hope you enjoyed that. Trent, any closing thoughts before we end this glorious episode of Inseparable?
1: Closing thoughts? No, just be safe. Try to be mindful of others during this time. Enjoy what you have, you know?
0: Yes. Um, keep Ukraine in your thoughts and prayers. And one more thing. If you're coming to Savannah, Georgia, for St. Patrick's Day... Come say hello. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is on a Thursday this year. Thursday, March 17th. Oh. It is. But no matter. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Uh, follow us on social media. Right now we only have Instagram, uh, at Inseparable Podcast. And uh, yeah, baby, let's make some toast. Go Putin. What? Dude. <laughs> We're not going to edit that out because he was clearly joking, but uh, yeah, see you guys. See ya.